Right. Hello there. Hi, I'm Maureen Younger. I'm Jen Brister. And Jen's trying to swallow her last bit of soup, aren't you, Jen? Well, actually, it's a noodle soup, so it's got bits in it. It's not just... I'm not chewing a soup. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very thick soup. It's a really thick soup. It has bits in it. It's a noodle soup. Uh, And we're we're here, wherever we're here is. Where are we? Uh, Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're not allowed to say, are we? We're in central London. We're in central London, and... um, we didn't bring the microphone, did we, Maureen? No, well, when you say we, you didn't bring the microphone. But also, I mean, the podcast is ours. Yes, the podcast is ours. It's a very big microphone, let's put it that way. It's a very big I mean, microphone. It's, it's too big. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I, I bought this, and out of principle, because Chloe, my girlfriend, said, take it back, it's too big. What are you going to do with that? You're not going to take it with you. And just out of sheer bloody stubbornness, I went, actually, this is exactly the, mic the I microphone I wanted. And it is the correct size. I wanted to buy a microphone that is the size of my half of my body. Uh, <laughs> it looks nice. It needs a separate bloody bag. Yeah, we don't know how to work it. And we don't know how to use it. And Jen's not very good at remembering bags. Oh, it's too stressful. So anyway, I didn't bring it with me, so we're just using the same old uh, mic that actually just exists within my laptop. So this is, why the, this is why the quality of this podcast will literally never improve, because I have neither the technical-mindedness nor the common sense to purchase the correct microphone. Yeah, but you tried. I am very trying. <laughs> and I'll say that about myself. So how's, how's, it, how's it things at Bristol, Bristol Land? Well, in Bristol Land, things are at top speed, as they always are. Unfortunately, we were unable to do a podcast last week, and I know... Two people. Maybe two people noticed. <laughs> and... And that was just us. It was you and me, wasn't it? We were like, oh, we didn't put a podcast out. Literally nobody said, oh, I'm missing the podcast. Maureen and Jen. It doesn't matter. We're doing them anyway. Look, we've established that this isn't about anyone else. Uh, anyway, so we didn't do one last week because I, we've been too busy, both well, of us. Both of us have been busy. We couldn't get, up, we couldn't get our diaries to coincide. We're right celebrities now, aren't oh we? Oh, my God. It's almost like we've got a career. Well, we do. We've got one career between the two of us. <laughs> And we share it out evenly, and depending, you know, well one time, sometimes it's you, Maureen, sometimes it's me. So well the reason I couldn't get down to Brighton was because my front drain was blocked. But, you know, apart from that, and I was in the front garden digging a trench, which was to get the water away from the house. It was very exciting. If you go on Maureen's Instagram, <laughs> you'll be fortunate enough to see her, my her muddy feet. <laughs> muddy feet. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I just sank into the ground, basically. It wasn't a pretty Did you side. get that all sorted out? Yeah, my dad, who's a plumber... I was thinking, great, it yeah, it cost, cost me a cup of tea, basically. Fix it. Oh. Cup of tea, didn't even have biscuits. No, no biscuits. Because I'm on a diet. Maureen's on, on a, a diet. diet. Oh, but listen to the listener out there. Maureen has lost weight and she, you look good. Yeah, I don't notice it. You notice it. I don't I notice know, it. But you do. You've lost about half good. a stone. You, you, you've got a little zip in your step, you've got a twinkle in your eye. You, are you having a stroke? Are you all no, right? I'm just, just starving. No, I'm um, not starving. I'm not starving, I'm just eating. You're eating healthily. I'm eating healthily, yeah. I'm eating a lot of veg. Oh, you should see Maureen's face. There was a look of complete <laughs> despair. Absolute, and just complete and utter despair at the prospect that, because I explained to Maureen that it's not a diet. It's just it's a change changing. of, yes. it's a change of your diet. No one's saying stop eating calories. They're saying, listen, instead of eating a Victoria sponge cake, why don't you have an apple? Talking of Victoria sponge cake, remember when you bought me one? I know, that was, and I've never bought one. She bought me a, vic- a whole big Victoria sponge cake, and I obviously ate it in one go. And she was like, well, you don't eat it in one go. You don't eat it in one go, Maureen. You have a slice one day. I and did you have cut it in slice- quarters, and then 
and had one well, quarter after the other. Yeah, exactly. Maureen did cut it into quarters and then proceeded to eat the entire thing. I don't, that's just convenient to eat it, Maureen. That's not actually, you know, you know rationing the Victoria. Anyway, I brought that Victoria sponge cake round. It was, I brought a bag full of food round because you I were had, I had ill. Abs- you abscess. had an abscess. So I brought all this fruit and vegetables and soup and, and I thought, well... I know Maureen. She'll need a she'll need a Victoria sponge cake. I think that was the only thing you ate. No, I think I ate the soup as well, but I didn't. I did enjoy the cake. The grapes went out the window. The grapes went out. No, I ate the grapes. Or which was what yeah. was it that didn't that you didn't oh, eat? Uh, Maybe some of the veg. You probably made, probably gave me a quiche or something. That wouldn't have. I, I know. I know you well enough not to buy you yeah, quiche. Yeah, the very first time I invited Maureen round for lunch, uh, I said, "Come over and I'll I'll, I'll fix her some lunch before we drive to the never-ending drive to Birmingham." Maureen said, great. I came out. I, I, of course, I didn't know Maureen then. So I'd made a big salad. I bought a quiche. Um, there was, like, olives. You know, uh, some nice crusty bread. All that kind of all that kind of shebang. Anyway, Maureen said, oh, I don't like quiche. I went, oh, do you want some sa- I don't eat salad. I was like, oh, right. Olive? I, I don't like olives. Can I have a cheese sandwich? Can I have a cheese sandwich? And that... <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say about that. I just, I just thought, fuck. I bought a quiche. No. No. It was, no. A, it was an error. It's fine, Maureen. You, I was happy to make you that, that cheese. At least I got to use the bread. Yeah, the bread was good. I, I, yes, I'm not eating late at night. I mean, do you manage... Because I find that really difficult after a gig. Like, I always want to eat after a gig. No. Because I you're too tired. want to have a drink. Oh. So my thing is, I get back and I think, oh, I could do with a glass of red wine. And that's the thing I have to really wrestle with. And, I, and often, Maureen, uh, I don't. Because I've got this incredible willpower. Um, no, often I get back, it's quarter past one in the mo- morning, and I think, I'm going to have to get up in about five or six hours. So I just, uh, I can't even be bothered to eat. I think I'll just have a massive breakfast. And that's what I do. Oh, uh, no, because that's, I find difficult. I really like eating on up. To be honest, I, I don't can eat like be- eating late at night either. Can you I eat before a gig? Because some comics can't eat. I mean, I, I can eat before, after and during. Well, I'm eating now, aren't I? I'm going to be doing a gig in about half an hour. So, yes, I can. Some comics can't, you know. Well, I can eat before a gig. I mean, I didn't used to be able to. I used to be one of those people that, oh, I could never eat before a gig. Now I can have a full-on curry before a gig. Yeah. I, look, it doesn't always go well, though, because when you're on stage and it, it repeats on you, that's not great. I was, and once I thought I had food poisoning, and I was in, it was in, in Ghent, and there was just like 150 students sitting on the floor. I thought, if I need to run to the loo, oh, no. it's going to be difficult. Have you ever had that thing where you're at a gig, and this is probably when you're just starting, or you're not, not just starting, but you're established, but you're still not got enough hours under your belt, and they call your name... And you think, all right, I've got to go on stage. And then all of a sudden you think, but oh my God, I need to do a poo. No, I've never Oh my God, I used to get that all the time. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to shit myself. And then I'd go on stage and then it would immediately, the feeling would immediately go. But just in that moment, as they called my name, I'm like, I can't, I've got to go to the loo. And then no. I'd walk out going, oh my God, I hope I don't poo myself. And then it would, it would leave. But often I don't get nervous. I think that's partly because I'm lazy. And then I get, I get nervous about a really small gig, like something that's, there's no really need to get nervous about. I'll get worked up about a particular gig. Yeah, I don't get nervous anymore, but I used to get really nervous, and I used to completely sabotage all of my important gigs. I would go on, and uh, uh, anything, like, there was an agent in the room to see me, there were some telly people, anything, and I would just, I would, like, literally drive that gig... (laughs) 
I would drive it into the ground and bury it so I was like six feet under and they had to drag my corpse off You know stage. what I think that is, because I, I did that with an industry gig, is that you think your career's going to change it, depending yeah, on one be all in a gig. And, it's, and then nah. you realise it isn't. It isn't. It just, you could absolutely smash the roof off it and it would just be like, hey, we'd like to get you in for a meeting. Have you got any ideas? <laughs> what ideas have you got? Have you got any ideas we can make into a television show? And they go for someone else. Why don't you come up with your own bloody ideas? Isn't it enough that I'm doing this? <laughs> How did that meeting go? <laughs> well, we're going for another meeting. <laughs> so, oh, when you do dear. competitions, you know, it's going to change your career and blah, blah, blah. Oh, look, I mean, the, the reality... You play this club, you know, it's oh. like you spend years as a comic, you spend years, oh, if I do this club, if I do this club, then, you know, my career's all going to change. And then you do the nothing club gig. Changes. And nothing changes. Nothing changes. You've got a busy weekend in the diary. Yeah, you've got more gigs in your diary. (laughs) I, I, literally, the only reason I am having any kind of, like, crumb of success at the moment is because my care factor has reached an all-time low. (laughs) I have so many thousands of hours under my belt that I think... Ugh. rather than, oh my God, will this change my life? Am I going to be the best? Am I going to be a superstar? I hope I'll be a superstar. And now I'm just like, if I could just get through this 20 minutes, 40 minutes, hour, whatever it is. And without punching the compound. Without, you know, <laughs> without crying. No, not really. I just want to go home a lot of the time. And usually I'm fantasizing about dinner or I'm fantasizing about a glass of wine on the train or I'm fantasizing about, you know, my children, not my children in that way, but I'm thinking about my kids, having a nice going to the beach. I'm not thinking about... I don't, I don't think about my career anymore, Maureen. <laughs> What's to think about? Now you've hit the, hit the heights. Now that I've hit the giddy heights. Of, well, I mean, I haven't, have I? But the point is, I'm just slightly, ever so slightly more successful. In my head. No, you are definitely more successful. You've definitely gone up a gear, I think. I've gone up one gear. I'm in second gear. <laughs> I've been driving around in first gear for about 17 years. I finally hit second gear, and I'm gonna. I might even make it to 25 miles an hour. <laughs> With a bit of luck. I've been not to 60 in 60 years. Um, you wait, honestly. By the but time you, I hit 60, I'll be like, stra- I'll be hitting. The but you never know. Stuff. I mean, look at you know, Manta Mood and Robert White. Now, now, everybody knows who they are. Oh, that Britain's Got Talent thing. Bloody hell! Everyone's doing it now. Aren't Could they? you see yourself doing it? Absolutely not. <laughs> No, I don't like talent shows for me personally, although I do think that, um, you know, they've been brilliant for Deliso and um, I think they will be brilliant for Mandy and Robert and, and for um, Lost Voice Guy. I think they'll be brilliant. They'll, they will get a lot out of it. I think it helps if you're a bit quirky, I think. I can't... Tell you why I can't do these shows, because I can't have people telling me what I can and can't do in my set. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. If you are stupid enough to tell me what to do... She will do the opposite. I will, do, do, the will opposite. do the opposite. And it's not me trying to be, oh, I'll show you. That is literally my gut instinct is mm. to just completely sabotage it. And that is what I'll do. And I'll probably call Simon Cowell a cunt. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably the thing that's goes on. That's almost certainly going to happen. I shouldn't be allowed on those shows. I, I just, no. 
It's for the it's, and what's the point? I mean, there's only deck now. I mean, Ant's gone. So I mean, what's the point? Yeah. Well, perhaps Do we you feel really... sad about that, Maureen? I never. I don't watch it. The only bit I watched was when Mandy Moodham was on. So I watched that clip. To be honest, I don't. I never. Watch it. I never watch it. I don't watch it. But, either. Uh, I mean, if I'm going to watch telly, but I watch Mandy's a great good. act. So it's it's great that she's doing. I'm so delighted well. for Mandy. Very good act. Delighted for Mandy and I'm delighted for Robert. And that's the only reason I watched any of that show was to watch them. Yeah, they were really Didn't good. Watch the rest of it. But it is weird. You never know who's going to be, you know, it's, it's really funny. So you get some people who are really snide to other comics and then you think you never know who's going to be going up in there. And then, do you know, that's, there's that thing well, where... Well, Robert, I'll tell you who will have an encyclopedic memory of all the people that have slighted him. <laughs> Robert White. Is Ro- <laughs> yeah. There's absolutely no way he hasn't remembered everyone that's ignored him or treated him badly. No, it's quite funny because, you know, when you go up to Edinburgh, which... Uh, Shelley will be doing is that you have people when you when you socialise people ignore you because they don't think you're no you're not worth talking to, and then like a year or two later they'll start talking to you because obviously you, your career's going slightly better. You know when your career's going better when people start so oh, people start I talking am to you. So popular now. Are you? No, not really. <laughs> I don't think so. I have. Well, I haven't been to Edinburgh, have I, for uh, three years? We'll, well see. you'll find out. I'll find out in the loft bar. Yeah, people. Should loft I bar ever? Like... Should I ever frequent it? Which I doubt I will. The loft bar, for it's anyone like, is the bar where everybody goes. It's the bar where all the uh, there's also the the, the, the loft bar, but every, I think everyone goes to that other one now, the abattoir. Oh yes, yes, the, I know. Uh, underbelly one. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, one of those abattoir, loft bar, whatever. It's just chock full of comedians looking at three meters above your head <laughs> to see who else who's more famous behind. Say you. three meters. Let's say three inches. Three meters. <laughs> it's quite a weird. small bar. I mean, how big <laughs> is this bar? And, and also, they'd just be looking directly up. Directly at the ceiling, in which case I'd walk off anyway. Um, yeah, I don't really enjoy those interactions. I prefer to go to a pub near where I live, uh, wherever I'm living, uh, and say to somebody, would you like to go for a beer? And then go there. Mm. And then go to bed at 10. Do you? Oh, I'd love to go to bed early, yeah. I suppose because you haven't got the kids, it makes a nice... Nice change, doesn't it? Uh, well, I'll go to bed and then I'll spend three or four hours watching something on Netflix. But okay. the point is, I'm in bed. So when I went to Edinburgh last year, when I, I stayed up there for a few days, I didn't actually go and see that many shows. I actually went to the museum. Great, there was a great museum uh, exhibition about the Jacobites. Went to the of cinema. Of there was. Bloody went, hell. It was a really good Just link that in. Yeah, link that in with Outlander. And, uh, well, I think it got a lot of hits because of Outlander. It was very, very informative. And um, never go to a museum with me. I was there for about four hours. I've been to a museum with you. We went oh, to the God, German museum. Yes. We never made it past the... Forty, we got we got as far as nineteen forty two, and no, I, we didn't, and we had to we had to walk through two centuries to get to it because we'd spent three hours in one section, one Austro-Hungarian something or oh, other. Oh yeah, I found that amazing, fascinating. Jen, perhaps not so much. It's not that I didn't find it fascinating. I was like, I'm, when am I coming back to Berlin? Can we just can we just skip through a couple of? And these we centuries? we missed the beginning bit because I'd already been to it. So I've been to that museum three times, and I've only got as far as nineteen. Well, we were in there for four hours, Maureen. Oh yeah. Do you know I went on a date once and. Uh, once once uh, went to the Museum of Moving Image which no longer exists uh, I went with this guy and we were in there for six hours oh my god sorry I'm eating my super gun <laughs> yeah we're not, we're not together oh. oh that's him now no <laughs> hello <laughs> six hours I'm still in the Museum of Moving Image <laughs> but, have you uh, been to the Museum of London Yes. That is brilliant. They're moving it, aren't they? It's in the Barbican, right? Yes, it's on that roundabout thing, isn't it? Yes, or oh, you can't find it. I know, you so know it's, it's there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's moving, though, I think. Where's it moving to? 
I don't know. They move, well, it makes sense where it is, but they're moving it, I think. They're gonna, that's going to turn into some kind of opera house or concert hall. Oh. So I heard. Oh, right. But yeah. I, yeah. I, that is a really good museum, and there's loads of stuff in there about um, the tenements in West London, no, in East London, and um, in, in the Victorian times, and uh, they've got, like, you know, letters, and, uh, inf- you know, like... Um, it's, I mean, it's quite morbid, some of it, where they, they list all the people that were, like, hung or and their crimes. and mm. or, there's, you, you, or you find out... Um, oh, I don't know. There's loads of stuff in there. stuff in there about the suffragettes and the suffragists. And, all and that it's kind free. Of that's what I mean. That's a good but thing. A lot of museums are free. But it starts from... Um, I don't know if it... Is it free, Museum of London? I'm sure it's I, free. Maybe it is free, actually. But it starts from... It's, it, from the beginning of time, of what we imagine London, where, where it's like, you know not prehistoric, but that kind of Neanderthal, blah, blah, and gradually how London is built and blah, blah. Anyway, go. It's really good fun. Yeah. Um, and I find out, this is just a Scottish thing, there was a big Sco- uh, a statue of a wooden sculpture of a Scotsman, and apparently that was a sign that they sold snuff at shops, because apparently the Highlanders were famous for taking snuff. Oh, right. And a totally bit of, useless bit of information you'll never need to I, know. What, I mean, what actually is that? You shove tobacco up your nose. Yeah, and then sneeze. I had a boyfriend who used to do that. But why? Why do people do anything? I don't know. I suppose what, you get the, 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 the you know, you get the, um, what's his chops? Oh, for goodness sake, you know, you get whatever the, the thing is in tobacco. That makes oh, you get that. The addictive thing in tobacco. Yeah. Why am I not remembering this? This is what the perimenopause does. You know what I mean. The thing it's because you're hungry. The, the nicotine, for fuck's sake. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not supposed to swear on this podcast. I made, a, really matter, I ma- I made a pact to myself well, not did you? to swear on it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a well, short podcast. Well, I've already sworn three times. <laughs> um, I mean, I've said the C word. But I don't know why I'm getting worried about that one. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so... And so you snuff you shove up your nose, and then the other one that I never understood, which is absolutely repellent, is uh, t- chewing tobacco. Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, I don't smoke. I mean, have you chewed tobacco? No, I no. Don't I mean, I, to be fair, I haven't. But does it? I mean, if I was going to chew anything, it'd be. I don't know. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work in the theatre museum. That was that, which is also closed down. Uh, I used to work in the Museum of Moving Image and the Theatre Museum. Both no longer exist. What? I don't... The, the Museum... The, the, the Theatre of what? Theatre Museum, which used to be in uh, Covent Garden, which was brilliant. And the right. closed it down, unfortunately. Oh, did they? Not that popular? No, I think it was in just some prime property, you know, central London, Covent Garden. Oh, right. Yeah. They used to get a lot of visitors. It was, it was really interesting. Um, if you I like theatre. I, got... I mean, like you know. Theater. Yeah. Listen more, and I love a bit of theatre. Often I go to the theatre and I think, oh, I'd love... I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to going to the theatre. And then I get in there and I'm like, oh, God, I hope this hurries up. It's so boring. <laughs> Do you ever think that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't go to the theatre that much now because obviously when you're a stand-up comedian, it kind of, going out in the evenings kind of, I don't know about you, but when I've got a night off, I just want to stay in. I don't want to oh, go hey, out. Oh, hey, sister. Oh, my God. I love staying in. Staying in is one of the best things you can do. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Why people want to go out? <laughs> often Apart I'm from at, coming to see our shows. Often I'm at gigs and I'm thinking, why are you here? I mean, surely you want to be at home, curled up in front of the telly. No, there's not. Um, there's an alarm going off on your phone. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's my phone. Can you just switch it off? Yeah. Thanks, honey. It's very professional, isn't it? We're a... Well, we're a professional outfit, boring. <laughs> I don't think any podcast can really <laughs> compete with us for professionalism. Look, there's someone at the door now. Uh, it's probably, probably JR. Oh, well, we might as well just sack this off. 
JR's arrived. JR's arrived. So uh, that Maureen's not to... not the JR from oh, from Dallas. <laughs> JR, would you like to join us? We're recording. We're doing a podcast. podcast. Do you want to say hello? Oh, well, I, I would be honoured. Hello. Hello. I won't interrupt any longer. Um, no, 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 interrupt. Wait, interrupt because we fact, don't really know what we're saying. If anything. Oh, there's someone oh, else. Hi, come in. Oh, <laughs> join in. It's, it's like one of the station. This, People still get tickets at the door. Yes, definitely. We're doing a show tonight, my comedy. Yeah. Just, well, it won't be tonight by the time you get to listen to this because it'll be coming out. Well, it, yeah, but it, it's clearly more in that. Everything that happens in a podcast is in the past. <laughs> that's how it works. That's what's in such a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Well, Jeff. That's why we need JR. Yeah, JR. We might need you. Puns. We might need you to come in earlier, podcast. to be honest. That's right. Uh, right, well, I suppose we should wrap this up because Maureen's about to have some financial advice. There's another conversation happening before. <laughs> and I haven't finished my soup. But so, apart from apart that, next, that, next week, next one will be, be slick. No, it won't, Maureen. No, it won't. Okay. Okay, well, Joe, do you want to say goodbye to our three listeners? Say goodbye to three listeners. <laughs> that yeah, the two of you. That, that's yeah. us, basically. Yeah. That's Bye. The, that's the three of us. Oh, dear. <laughs>